Hey, good morning, friends. Skip here. 5.34 on the 20th of September. Uh, coming down to the end of September, aren't we? Won't be long. And fall is just a couple days away. So, uh, here we are. And I greet you. Uh, it is a Wednesday morning. So, a happy... Happy middle of the week, hump day, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know that uh, that old lover boy song, everyone's working for the weekend, is true. <laughs> At least in my profession. Uh, it, it can be just pure survival. So, uh, but it's good work and, and uh, it's worth doing. I want to uh, talk today about being self-critical, or in general, critical thinking. And when I mean critical, I, I don't mean nasty to oneself or shame-filled about oneself, but because, you know, that's often what we do. We, we, we either think we're the best in the world or we're the biggest piece of crap ever, right? I mean, that's what we humans do. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being able to see honestly one's mistakes, honestly one's motivations, honestly one's agenda, or at least as honestly and as clearly as one can at any given moment in one's life. So let me begin talking about that sort of self-analysis, self-awareness, a critical thinking aspect of oneself by saying that it's incredibly rare for someone to truly be a self-analyzing. Uh, you know, I don't have any hard statistics, but I will tell you that, you know, on, on a spectrum, most people lean towards either the inability to think critically or the denial of what they're thinking. Because, and here's why, not because they're bad or evil people, but because one of the things that is programmed into us and taken out of us very early by the false reality we've created is the ability to think critically of one's self because we have to establish ourselves as the dominant figure in our reality right in order to survive we develop an ego that is the dominant ego in the world we 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 literally are told often certainly figuratively are told often that we're the center of the universe uh that our thoughts, our motivations are what's important. And we almost automatically buy into this idea that if I think it, or if, you know, if the individual thinks it, I should say, then it's right. That, that your idea, your opinion, your concept, your wants, your needs are really somehow 
the center of the righteous universe, if you will. Now, there's no doubt that we need to take care of ourselves. We need to meet our own wants and needs. But when that is not tethered to awareness and critical thinking of one's motives, of one's agenda, then it's not tethered. Then it's, you know, you want to know where arrogance comes from? There you have it, my friends. It is being that is not tethered to self-awareness and self-critical thinking. Uh, or, if you'd rather, if, 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 if you'd rather talk about where shame and guilt come from, it is, it is a self that is tethered to critical thinking that is based in the false reality. So it's really not critical thinking. It's just thinking patterns that we have developed. So either we're not tethered to who we are and we think that we're the center of the universe, or we're tethered too tightly to what we've been told, how, we, how we've been told how to feel, and we're, then we're the center of that universe. I, I cannot share with you enough how incredibly important and how incredibly rare it is to really be able to analyze one's motives, one's agenda, and one's place in the universe in healthy and authentic ways. A lot of people don't want to think about it because they're afraid, at least subconsciously, of what they'll find. A lot of people, my friends, don't think it's important, have not been taught that self-analysis is important. And they then go through life believing that their issues or the issues they see as important are inevitably somebody else's doing. I mean, think about that. Think about how much or how often you see on any media people saying it's their fault or I'm a victim of that behavior, or those people did it. What that is, is, is this tendency to, to blame that comes often from not knowing one's own part in any given situation. Now, I will grant to you and it's a fact that there are people who are victims of things. Maybe all of us, in some ways, probably have been victimized by at least the system. But some people have really been through horrific stuff, and I acknowledge that. And that trauma needs to be dealt with in healthy ways. I'm not talking about, you know, the, the extreme sort of trauma that we all experience. I'm talking about how we think just about ourselves in general. How do we think about ourselves? Do we go out of our way to 
place the blame of any sort of issue or anxiety on others because we are not aware of of our own part in it. I, I think, honestly, if we're going to be honest, and I hope we are in this podcast, that, you know, a vast, I don't want to give you a percentage because I, you know, let's say 80% of the time, that's true. That people focus outward because they don't know how to focus inward. They blame someone else's anxiety or they blame someone else's behavior or they blame someone else's rather than say to oneself, okay, that person's behaving that way. How am I behaving? That that simple fact, it's just, frankly, often not there. And it's not there because it's not taught. It's rarely taught. Truly being self-critical, true self-analysis is not taught for the most part. And it's taught even less now. Maybe. I, you know, I, it took me a long time. I, <clears throat> I took a long time working and going back to school to, to finally finish my degree. And, I mean, we're talking 20 years here. And the degree that I received, I had to go to the campus of the college I went to. And I could see this sort of evolution happen from when I first started back in the 90s to current time that the emphasis on truly critical thinking was not as important. And I don't think it's as important, unfortunately, in our society that we have somehow equated our personal opinion with absolute truth. And maybe that's the way it's always been with humans, but I really see it now, and, and especially the kids I work with, that there's this idea that <clears throat> that because I believe it to be true, it is true, or I believe it to be right, it is right. People have have ever people rarely have ever had the ability to say I may be wrong, but it seems to me that it's even less now for a myriad of reasons, I suppose. Being self-critical, being able to self-analyze one's motives, it, it can be exhausting, but it's vital. It's, it's vital to spiritual growth and to understand oneself, to understand where one comes from, how one thinks, to begin to dismantle or at least put in check one's ego. But, my friends, and, I'm, and I say this with the utmost sincerity, the utmost sincerity, the vast majority of people you will run into in a given day have not been taught 
do not have the ability to say, how much of this situation is my fault? Something that simple. How much of any given situation, how much of any given dysfunction is the individual person's fault or what part do they play in it? Now, sometimes people don't play a role in something, right? Or a very, very, or even a positive role. But we're, you know, because we have all been formed by a false reality, we all have some karmic or negative role to play in every interaction. And I think spiritual growth contains within it the ability to see oneself critically, to be honest with one's self about one's motivations, about one's actions, and to then learn from that self-analysis. I'll say it again, though, and I'm going to leave you with this thought. Look around. Watch. Watch people. And you will be, well, I'm just going to use this word, I have been horrified, horrified at the sheer lack of ability by many people to see beyond their own ways of thinking, their own opinion. There you have it, my friends. Hold on to love. We're going to get through it. But we've got to deal with this stuff first. We've got to name the thing before we move to healing, before we move to wholeness, and before we truly find the authenticity of love, we've got to find those things that keep us from that. And one of the things that keeps us from our own authenticity is our own inability to think critically about ourselves. There you have it. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.